Lighting basics that will change your life forever, even on a low or a no budget. And me, Johnny D, makes two promises about your future in this episode. Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you to create leverage in the music business. Why? That's what you're going to need to succeed. You're going to have to have an audience. You're going to have to have some cash flow. You're going to have to have some attention. You're going to have to have some momentum on your songs as a songwriter and some industry momentum before you're going to get the publishing deal, before you're going to get the record deal, before you're going to get the management deal or the booking deal. It's what you're going to need is leverage. It's why we called it the Climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. It's mm-hmm. brilliant. It's a Baxteronym. It's from my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is a hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and two, not one, but two number ones this year as well on Southern Gospel. Am I right on that? Well, actually, by the time this drops, it'd be last year, but yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Last year. <laughs> it's the all, last it's month. Already. It's already But old. that's true. That's true. We're ahead of that. And <laughs> what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you become pro by revealing how you write like a pro songwriter, do business like a pro, and then he, on the regular, introduces you and gives you opportunities to connect with the pros. So your geographic excuse for not being part of this community, mm-hmm. sorry, gone. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it sounds complicated, but thankfully, Johnny's pretty darn smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. How you doing, buddy? And I'm doing well. Don't you just wish you could have that intro every time you walk into a room? You want me to follow you for like a week? And speaking about intros, I feel like that's the best one I ever gave you on this one. Like, I was just really pumped about your intro today. I don't know Thank why. You. I appreciate that. I feel pretty pumped about myself now. I think I'm pretty big for the show. I think I'm going to go solo, Johnny. <laughs> you can do the solo album already. You made me feel Come so on. good about myself that <laughs> you can't do the solo record until after the live record with the band. That's, well, that's the right. right. Okay. <laughs> Just like you don't buy the house until after the live record. Once you have the live record out, your income is going to be solid. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout out to all the people and all the businesses who are out of work like again because of the explosion downtown in Nashville. Yes. That was a horrible. Christmas wake up morning. And a thank you to everybody who reached out to me on Facebook. My phone was blowing up all day. People just like, where are you? Are you okay? So thank you for that. And just prayers to to those people who worked at those restaurants who some of them lost their apartments. So thankfully Mm -hmm. nobody was killed. It seems except the bomber, but yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. And shout out to the first responders and police for getting everybody out of there. They got them out of there before it happened. So that was super, super cool. And saw some body cam footage of that and what they were doing just to keep everybody clear. And Hey, thank goodness we didn't defund the police here just yet. Cause (laughs) yeah, who knows how that would have turned out. I don't know. But they really 
came with it on that day. They came through. So thank you to the Nashville Police Department. Yeah, definitely. And man, my heart just goes out because I love Nashville. I've loved it. I know. Since way before I moved there. And, you know, just to see what the city's gone through over the past year. Thankfully, we're putting 2020 behind us and hopefully things are, are brighter in 2021. But just from the tornadoes to COVID shutdowns, now this and just so much has gone on. It just, man, my heart breaks for my people. So we went uh, right from the tornado to the COVID. There wasn't even a five second gap in between the tracks. It just connected. Right. (laughs) Right. And now it's like, oh, not only can you not open your restaurant, we're just going to go ahead and blow it up, too. So there's that. Yeah. One thing, so Johnny and I were just talking about this off air. We're recording this a little bit ahead of time before this dropped. And the day we recorded this is actually the day that our episode 255 dropped, which is Lyrical Landmines. And I just want to apologize for my email that kind of preloaded to go out. This said, boom, don't step on these landmines. Poor timing. Yeah, but those so, are landmines. It didn't say bombs. It is landmines. Land so, it's lyrical landmines. I didn't even think about it. A buddy of mine, he emailed me back. He's like, ha ha, timing? I was like, no. Oh, yeah, you didn't even think about it. <laughs> that's, that's a whole thing, I guess, for artists to be careful of. Yeah, <laughs> well, but, you got to anyway. be, yeah, be careful when you're stacking stuff. We have to do that at a Daredevil, you know, because sometimes we'll stack up content mm-hmm. and queue it up to go out. But then mm-hmm. we've had that happen a number of times where there's a world event that happens. And yeah. all of a sudden we're like, Ixnay, Ixnay, get back yeah, and change up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never thought about that before until Gary Vaynerchuk had talked about that. He's like, that's why I don't queue stuff up. All his tweets, he says, are, are live. They don't queue anything up just because they don't want to, you know, something terrible just happened and you're dropping this like, it's Monday fun day. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Half the world yeah. just caught on fire. And the co- yeah, cotton just blew out of the water. And exactly. And you're like, oh, Lord. You're yeah. dropping your preloaded. What a wonderful day it is. All right. So today, listen, we've been talking to you forever about you're a media company, right? Mm-hmm. You are a network. You have to have content. There has to be a lot of that. That's video content. And last week, I was on a phone call with a potential client that was an artist. This is a no-sale story, but it's real, right? (laughs) But I have to give a shout-out to Vinny Rebus from Indie Connect because he referred me to this client. This is the second client he's referred to me. So, Vinny, I'm loving you right now. Thank you so much. Vinny's working with this artist. And um, this is a really good pop R&B artist who's releasing her first EP and wanted to put a team together. And here's the deal. To the credit of the artist, they had a promotion budget, which Mm -hmm. most of you indie artists never freaking found. Factor in. You're like, my hmm. dream is to put out a CD and that's it. And then you blow your budget on making the dream and literally leave nothing for promotion. And most indie artists' promotion strategy seems to be to quote unquote put it up on Spotify and see what happens. Pro tip. I don't know any artists who broke on Spotify, so that's a really crappy strategy, but I digress. Yeah. If you're betting on you being the first, I don't know, you know. But my problem is that this particular artist didn't have a big enough budget for me, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, believe me, this was my loss. I was really excited about this artist and the prospect of working with her after I heard her music. But of course, listen, I wanted to help her. And so I directed her to the podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. to dig down on some some DIY kind of promotion strategies. And they had already spent like a few thousand bucks on a really like pricey music video for the first single. 
Mm -hmm. And naturally, I started talking to them in the course of our conversation about releasing every song on the EP as opposed to a single or two. Mm -hmm. And their minds defaulted like every industry executive does right now. And every industry pro artist is like, we don't have that much money to do five videos at the price we just paid for the first one. And this makes sense because their perspective understandably includes the cost of the video they just shot. But mm -hmm. like the Chainsmokers release, every single song on the record and everyone has a video. And yes, they have a major record deal. And some of those videos are highfalutin, fancy, major label budget videos. But mm -hmm. some of their biggest videos, like the Closer Lyric video and the proper music video for Hope, cost them nothing. Nothing, nothing mm -hmm. at all. So they're just creatives and they're using another medium to promote their art, right? Mm -hmm. And so I ended our conversation with this artist by suggesting that, you know what, with the budget you've got left for promotion, it would really be smart to invest in lighting. Mm -hmm. In lighting, because with lighting, you can shoot much, much higher quality video and content. I'm not just talking about music videos. I'm talking about regular content. Mm -hmm. And you can do it on your iPhone. So that's what we're going to talk today. Because lighting is the key. Lighting should be where you start. Okay? Yeah. And so we're going to get into that. Before we do that, let's take care of a little business. As yes. always, we are super, super excited to be on the American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. Yes, which we is officially are. Called American Songwriter Podcast Network, ASPN. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is 36-year-old brand name, guys. John Bon Jovi is on the cover of the last one. It's just all the movers and the shakers and the people are on here. <laughs> and we're just blessed to be a part of it. So thank yes. you, American Songwriter. And we want you to join the Climb community on Facebook. That is a thriving, thriving community that is singers, songwriters, indie artists, indie musicians helping each other out, getting connected on co-writes, asking promotion questions and getting answers, workarounds to challenges and problems that all artists have when they're trying to move forward. And it's good information. These are climbers. These are people mm -hmm. who listen to the podcast or else why would they join? So I've said this before, but every time I go there and I'm like the last guy in the chain to comment on a question, everything else, I'm just like, like, yeah, what they said. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I would say. So I love it. Like, we're getting through, Brent. We're getting through. That's right. <laughs> hey, and speaking of the climate community, uh, now's a good spot to drop in our new heights. So every Wednesday, we have a new heights post, and we encourage all climbers to post a music-related win from the previous week. Big or small, we love them all. And I'd just like to share one or two of these. Michael R.J. Roth, he said he was the featured guest on an event called The Longest Night in Support of the Homeless, and he provides a link to that. So Michael and his music doing good work to help out the homeless population. Nice. So, yeah, so awesome. Uncle Brent and the No Stone said, uh, successfully released and now promoting an acoustic video and booked a show at a new venue the day after Christmas. So good job, wow. Uncle Brent. No relation. Uh, so we have several of them, but just let's see. So Paul DeMarco and Patrick Adams both mentioned like, hey, we got mentioned on the climb. Well, you just got another one. And... Uh, <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? This guy just works us. Like, he's like, he hey. us. He's like, excuse me, I think there's someone at the door. Why is this like a fiddle? Yeah. yeah. 
we're just all slaves to Paul DeMarco. Let's just just get used to it. <laughs> yes, we are. We're in his world. But Patrick Adam had, had nice things to say about us, so I definitely want to get to that. So he's alongside Paul DeMarco Music. I got to mention, too, the Climb and the Songwriting Pro members area are the absolute best for education opportunities for musicians and songwriters. Love you it. Have, yes, you can have a success without failing and picking up after and moving forward. So thankful I found this. Well, thank you, Patrick. We're thankful you found us, too. Thank you, Patrick. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, and Will, the last one I'll say, Will and Darlene Gunnell, or Gunnell, I guess Gunnell maybe, said most recent success was a performance at the Grand Ole Opry House for the ICM Awards 2018. Had a long dry spell afterwards, but Will, we're still thankful that you had that win and that you shared it with us. So Heck yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. So awesome. It's a heck of a big deal. Well, there you go. So that's what's going on in the climb community. Join. You got to ask to be let in. We let everybody in. Shout out to everybody who waited. Johnny Music, I think, was the cat that emailed me and was like, hey, dude, like I've been waiting for like five weeks now. And so just FYI, we switched team members. It used to be Chelsea that was doing it. And then we switched to Lexi, who's doing a fantastic job. But this is on me because I forgot to tell Lexi that part of the deal is you got to approve the members when you post a new show. And so she hadn't done it for five weeks. I went back. I was like, oh my God. So I I brought everybody in and I put an apology in the climb community. But in case you didn't see that, just FYI, it, that was just an admin mistake. That's all, guys. There's no quota no or anything. Or, Anything like that, yeah, the more the merrier. We want you in here. So that's happening. And shout out to Lexi because she's doing a great job. The graphics are killer and she's making it all happen. I just failed to say, oh, by the way, this is huh. a really important right. piece of the puzzle. Welcome <laughs> so, home, Lexi. We're glad yeah. you <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume your podcast. Leave a rating and review. We're trying to get to 200. And finally, tell a friend about it. That's what's really most important. We're just looking at the numbers today. And as per the usual, I mean, we have every episode, every month has a number of downloads on our, I mean, every episode. Starting 250 episodes ago, so people mm -hmm. go back and they binge this. That's a lot of time you're spending. It must mean something to you. Tell somebody else about it. Yeah. Let them know. Turn them on to it. And if you want to shout us out on social media, God bless too. We'll take that as well. So that's right. Hey, and speaking of Johnny Matt music, actually, he was just in the climb community and, and I tagged you in this. You'll see it. But he's been trying to leave a review on the climb, but it's through Amazon because that's his platform where he listens through. And uh, I don't know how he's having trouble leaving. Well, probably because if he's not on iTunes, then it's not going to go there. Yeah, I don't know that so, Amazon – does Amazon do reviews was, on podcasts? I was looking through – I'm on Amazon Music, Amazon Unlimited, and I can find us on there. So I'm not sure how he's listening. I can find us on there, but it's weird. Like I can do it with my you-know-who that I yeah. don't want to say the name of because she'll yeah, say something. Yeah, I can pull it up there too, and it's kind of weird. So, But, it's, but you got to do CLIMB because it's an acronym. You can't say the climb. you got to do CLIMB with Johnny. And yeah, that and that's – your, your voice activated a little helper there. Yeah, that, you know who that is. From she's always listening. Attached to Amazon, exactly. Yeah. Along with this NSA and, and everything like and that. And everyone so. else too, right. So, but I appreciate Johnny and Matt for trying like heck to leave us a review, so... Yeah, we've already answered that in the climb community. He didn't leave a review, but it wasn't from a lack of effort. Exactly. I just feel blessed that he wants to. Thank you, Johnny Music. We appreciate you on that, man. So let's get into how you're going to change your life with lighting. This is everything, okay? 80% of all the content on the internet in the next two years, by 2022, is going to be video content. Mm -hmm. 
So you got to get it together and you got to get it together now, right? And lighting is everything. It tells the story you're trying to tell, whether you're doing some simple content like daily or weekly content, Mm -hmm. or whether you're doing a music video for yourself that you want to do. Lighting is everything. And listen, it's a little sophisticated, it's not rocket science. If you yeah. got a budget, then you need to be spending that budget on some lights. If you don't have a budget, you can do this without a budget and make it pop and make it work. So we're going to give you some good tutorials on this here and which, you know, yeah, we're doing that on a podcast mm-hmm. and give you a couple of resources to go to as well. So again, back to how important this is in terms of release strategy. We mentioned this earlier in this episode, but the chain smokers, they do release singles because they have a record label and the Mm -hmm. radio promo department does that, but they release every single song digitally one a month and it has a video with it. And many of those videos that have billions of views with a B, billions of views cost them nothing. Hmm. Nothing. This is not a big highfalutin video with a director and a crew and the whole thing. No, man, they just, they're creatives. And I will tell you this, as a creative myself, I had to go down this road because I realized that there's content that I wanted that I wasn't getting from a third party because they didn't understand as good a directors as they might have been. These were talented people, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any understanding of the digital platform and the way it was consumed and it was showing, right? So it's really good content that's not going to pop out of a Facebook feed when you're zipping past it. There's no thumb-stopping stuff there, okay? So when I started to go down this road in lighting, I might have spent my first hour in a tutorial and Bro, it was like like a light switch on. This is really cool. <laughs> it's so there's like a light switch coming on. Yeah. It's so fun. It's gonna give you that itch that you gotta scratch artistically and mm-hmm. help you tell your story. Okay. And just a little bit here is gonna make the difference. So well, one thing just about lighting, you're talking about such a, a foundational thing. I'm just thinking about because you know, back when we started doing more video for songwritingpro.com and that sort of thing, I bought a ring light that clips onto my desk. So it's not just the overhead light, but it can kind of right. shut up at my ugly old mug. But it's one of those things that I use it all the time when I'm shooting, especially at night, when I don't have as much natural light coming in. You buy it once and you can keep on using it. Yes. And so it, you spread that cost out over what, a thousand videos, you know? It's and like it's buying like, an instrument or something, only not even that expensive. Right, but it makes know? everything you do look better. It makes it look better and immediately will put you into the top 10% of all the content creators out there because everybody's going to be doing video and it all sucks. Mm -hmm. It all looks super cheap and crappy and lighting is the key. Okay. So I advised this artist that I was talking to last week that if they had some more room in their budget for like a better camera, wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe they already had a camera. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like they might have a really nice sort of photography camera that they could use also as a video camera, which is what I have, like a Canon EOS R. But you can do this with an iPhone and it starts with the lighting. So the smaller the budget, the more you just get lights, get a couple lights. Okay. And we're even going to direct you to a place where you can get free tutorials on how to do this without 
lights. Okay. So mm. I get it. But as I said, because this artist understood promotion, they were serious about this effort on promoting this. And they mm -hmm. were approaching the promotion task with an incredible amount of intelligence and intention and forethought. But Brent, I mean, how many times have we talked about every artist, every company, every brand, you're a media company. That's right. You're a network. You need to be constantly putting out content that is competitive with the national acts you're competing against. If you're in country, you're competing against Carrie Underwood. You're competing against Kenny Chesney. You're competing against Tim McGraw. If you're in rock, you're competing against Five Finger Death Punch. You're competing against, I was going to say Van Halen, but not anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're competing against the top, the Rolling Stones for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. If you're in rap, you're competing against Lil Wayne. You're competing against Jay-Z. It's like, that's who you're competing against. You don't have the same audience they do, but your stuff better look like their stuff looks, right? Mm -hmm. So now that you're a network and when you internalize that and realize that, okay, you're going to be putting out a boatload of video content all of a sudden, to your point earlier, Brent, any investment you make in time to learn it and eventually even a minor investment in lighting is going to pay for itself because- yeah. You're going to have way better content and you're going to use it all the time. You're going to use it more than you use your freaking instruments, probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, think about that for a second. That's, right? And that's kind of sad because that's not why you got into this. I know you got into that's use right. your instruments and your voice. And you're like, I didn't get in this to be a production team. But well, guess what? It's the business. But it is. But you know what? It's super creative, man. Yeah. And it's you make really it fun. fun. When you start getting into that, this is not like giving. 12 hours worth of interviews three days in a row and answering the same stupid questions, it becomes so monotonous right. and so mundane. Or how about like radio tour where you're doing that with travel in between? Yeah. Six o'clock in the morning, you're singing on the morning show and then you go to another market for noon and then another market for the drive at five and they're asking the same questions mm -hmm. and you're singing the same song and that's fun. But this is super creative, right? And there are great artists. I'm thinking of Tom Petty who really just did incredible stuff and changed the face of how you made little movies, right? And mm -hmm. really brought cinematography into his video. So I want to get everybody excited about lighting. Lighting is where you start before you even get to cameras. Lighting is where you start. It doesn't have to be expensive. And I'm going to share some basics about lighting in hopes that that'll spark your creative curiosity enough to dig in deeper and inspire you to incorporate better lighting, even on the thinnest of budgets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Quick side note, we talked about this before, and you went down this rabbit hole while we were talking about it right before we pressed record today. But pro tip, did you know that the industry standard frame rate for shooting movies and television is 24 frames per second? Huh. Okay. And that provides the right amount of motion blur. And by the right amount, what I mean is that 24 frames per second is the closest match to what your eye sees in terms of motion blur. If you take your hand and move it back and forth in front of your eye really quick, you're recreating that on a camera at 24 frames per second, okay? And there's blur there, right? Now, yeah. high-action sports like football and basketball, oh, I think all sports, and soap operas, which I don't know why this is the case, but they're shot in 30 frames per second, okay? <laughs> right. Which is why they look different. Mm -hmm. They look different. You know how they look. Now, maybe we don't notice it so much in sports. I mean, they do it for sports because there's so much action going on. We don't want the blur. We want to see what's happening. It's yeah. easier to watch sports. With that clarity, watch that slow-mo replay, all yes. that stuff. Exactly. And again, for soap operas, I don't know why, but soap operas look cheap. Mm-hmm. 
don't they? Yeah. It doesn't look like even a drama on TV. I mean, or, they did back in the 80s last, last time I saw one. They haven't gotten any less cheap. They're okay. still shooting at 30. And the reason is they shoot at 30 frames per second. Okay. So if you want more cinemagraphic qualities to your content, you're going to want to shoot in 24 frames per second. And did you know, here's the value bomb, that you can shoot in 4K, 24 frames per second on your iPhone. I just found that out this morning. Yep. And just go to settings, go to camera, and then click on the record video and look at the drop down menu and you can find 4K, 24 frames per second. You're welcome. We just right now improve the quality of your content. Okay. Now, listen to me here. I'm going to make you a promise. If you do just a little bit of digging, if you just spend a little of your time learning more about lighting, I promise two things. Not one, but two things are going to happen. One is it's not going to take much time for you to really get your creative juices flowing and get artistically excited about shooting better video content because you're a creative. Okay. And like I said, this happened to me. I dig just a little bit and boom, all of a sudden my artistic spirit got it. And I immediately went deep down that rabbit hole, not because I'm disciplined and I needed to know about lighting and I had to make the time, but because I was honestly fascinated with it and my artistic soul wanted to learn everything because I got, oh, this is going to help me tell my story. Mm -hmm. This is going to help me tell my client's story if I'm shooting a music video for them, even if it's a corporate video, right? And the second promise Again, the first promise, you're going to love it. I promise you, you're going to really get into this. It's going to become a little bit of an obsession like it is for mm. me, okay, in a good way. And the second promise is that your video content will immediately improve and catapult your videos into the top 10% of all the schmucks online who are vomiting amateur content with crappy lighting at 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start there. Lighting is the difference between crappy content and amazing content shot on an iPhone or a smartphone. Lighting is the difference between crappy music video and an amazing music video. So let's dig into some lighting basics. Okay, and we're going to talk about three point lighting. And this is super standard stuff, but there's so much crappy lighting out there mm-hmm. that I figure it's a pretty good place to start. Okay. <laughs> this lighting can be achieved with amazingly, like with expensive professional lights, inexpensive low grade lighting, or even natural lighting and reflectors if you don't have a budget for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lighting tells a story who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. Are they falling in love? Are they falling out of love? What is the personality of the character? Are they a type A who has it all together? Are they completely frazzled, struggling through life? They just can't get it together. Are they angry? Are they excited? What's happening? Okay. It's more than just what you do in front of the camera. It's how you light it as well. Okay. And even in just in your content, if you're doing live performances from your living room during this COVID mess that we are still knee deep in, Mm -hmm. some lighting tweaks that you make, make all the difference in the world. I think if you're a regular climber, you've heard me tell the story about the mashup that I helped produce for a climber named Aaron Jackson. And Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. 
And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. He did somebody I used to love mashed up with Free Fallen from Tom Petty. And when he went to shoot it, I made him shoot it three times because he didn't have any lights. And so he was just trying to find a better way to make that light look softer. The first mm-hmm. one he did was in the studio, but the studio didn't have great lights and it was just too harsh. The yeah. second one he did was in somebody's living room and it was just too harsh and it looked like a soap opera. And then the last one he did, I don't know if it was overcast that day or if he just waited for the sun or certain ways inside, but Mm -hmm. it just looked way better, way softer, matched the mood of the song. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not like big bright lights and I'm free. It was this big depressing song. Cause if you remember, he switched that around and he turned it into a heartbreak thing with the mashup. Yeah. So it was consonant with, artistic content in the music and the soundtrack. And that took just looking at it, right? So this is everything, absolutely everything. And just from this quick little tutorial, my hope is that you guys are going to watch TV, movies, and music videos much more closely now with a slightly more sophisticated eye and just start dissecting what you're watching on the screen the same way I know you all, like a curse, dissect a mix of a song you're listening to from, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, that's a P bass, that kick drum blows. Like, oh, I like that sound, whatever. So how did they use light to tell the story, okay? Mm -hmm. So lighting basics in three-point lighting, the key light is where you start. Any light that shines on the face is considered your key light, okay? Okay. It's the main light, the key light. It's the strongest light in the setup, the main light source. The way you position the key light is everything, absolutely everything, okay? Mm -hmm. Typically, for instance, like if you take a key light and you shine it from the top straight over the head of the Mm -hmm. subject, straight down, it creates shadows underneath the eyebrows in your eyes. It darkens your eyes and makes it more mysterious. Shadows underneath the nose and underneath the cheekbones and on your neck and shoulders from your chin. Mm -hmm. That is like most famously, you've seen that on The Godfather, right? That's always a bad guy, right? (laughs) That's why I got that ring light that shoots up 
to cancel out my overheads somewhat and to help get rid of some of that. So, yeah. There you go. Yes, yes. And I wear a hat too a lot. And that that's... <laughs> well, and that yeah creates all kinds of shadows yeah, on your face. But maybe it's not so bad for you. Uh, but for me, I mean, I'm I'm one of the beautiful people. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm covered in my bad hair or lack thereof. <laughs> I want it all so, shiny in my forehead. <laughs> so just by putting that light there, you're telling the story, right? Bad. This is a bad person. This is a dark subject. If you think about somebody in an interrogation, mm-hmm. is that light's coming straight down on top of them because it's scary. It creates a feel. Now, the opposite is the uh, ghost story light, which you hold the flashlight under your chin. That's right. So and that's spooky. Food because we've you're getting ahead of me. Here. You're getting right. ahead of me, but you're right. Like okay. when you were telling spooky stories as a kid, right? Where'd you put that flashlight? Brian? Under my chin. That's right. So that creates a very sort of spooky effect. Now, typically, if you move the light down in your mind, and typically a key light's going to be a little bit above the eye line coming down on your subject, okay? And at a 45-degree angle from the camera, okay, Mm -hmm. it's going to be where most cinematographic stuff shot that way. So think about this. Zero degrees is straight in front of your face, right? Looking right at you. Look at me in the eye. And then 90 degrees would be at the side of your head shooting. The light would be coming directly at your ear. Oh, so we're talking horizontally here. Okay. Right. Okay. And then 45 degree angle would be in between my ear and my nose. Like halfway between my ear and my nose. Yeah. It'd be like 132 o'clock or something like that on the clock. And that's just up a little bit on your eye line coming down on you is 45 degrees. Now, 60 degrees, which is just a little more off the little more towards the ear, is where you get what they call Rembrandt lighting. And that's where the light comes in and creates a shadow on the cheekbone on the shadow side of the face. Okay, and it creates a lighted triangle because it shadows the face, but it shines off the cheekbone. Does that make sense? So you're lit, like if it's off to your left side, you're lit on the left side of your face, but your right cheekbone is a little triangle there, and there's a little light shining off of that, and that's called Rembrandt lighting. These are the most popular angles here, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, 90 degrees, as we talked about before, would be directly at the subject's ear, and this angle creates drama and conflict, Mm -hmm. Okay, so one side of the face is lit. The other side of the face is either dark, very shadowed, or depending on how you do the fill light, it could be a little less shadow, but it's very stark. Right. And if you remember the scene in Shawshank Redemption, Brent, when Tim Robbins escapes and the warden figures it out and they pull off the poster and he's looking in the hole, the camera is inside the hole that he dug with that spoon to escape from. And you're looking at the warden who's standing in the room, looking into the hole. Like, I can't believe I'm looking at this. That's called split lighting. The angle's at a 90 degree. It's shooting one side of his face and the other side of his face is dark. And it's like, you know, you just got had, right? And as we said, the 60 degree angle when done properly creates a nice triangle in the cheekbone. If you have a straight on light, like if the light, Compared to the, and by the way, when we're talking about degrees, we're talking about where the camera is. Mm-hmm. So we're just assuming in our description now that the camera is straight on the face of the subject, okay, mm-hmm. looking straight at you. But if you are doing a key light that comes straight at the face of somebody, this creates a mm-hmm. look of power subconsciously, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's say like you're going to shoot 
a female CEO character, or even if you're shooting a tutorial, maybe, and you want to be, and you want that subconsciously to, you are powerful, not overhead so that you're creating the shadows on your face, but straight on, mm-hmm. it's it just a little more authority. It creates authority. Okay. Hmm. Within that, which is interesting, I think. It is. So the key light can come from a professional lamp, professional light. Okay. Mm-hmm. It can come from natural sunlight. It can come from an inexpensive light. Okay. But you just have to be intentional. Where's the key light coming from? Okay. And the differences here, and this is actually a really neat trick. I knew how to do this, but I learned like what you call them. I learned how to articulate it better. Uh, I'm doing yeah. some research for this podcast episode. But so with key lights, there's what we call hard lighting and soft lighting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So hard lighting uses a small light source. And so like whatever light you're using, and it's considered to be a little bit more masculine. Mm-hmm. So you might use hard lighting on a masculine character. It creates more defined shadows on the other side of the nose, underneath the nose, and the eye that's furthest from the key light. And it creates a little harsher shadows on the neck, which is being shadowed by your chin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Soft lighting is going to be more feminine. That doesn't mean that the males aren't in soft light. Okay. But just soft lighting is created by a larger light source. So if you've ever seen soft boxes, which is something that I strongly suggest you purchase, you can, these aren't that expensive that you can get, you know, maybe a hundred bucks or something like that. There's lighting kits that you can buy for less than $200 that will have the soft boxes already there. This is what looks like that big octagonal umbrella-like thing that's got a white fabric over it. Sometimes they're rectangular, the soft boxes. And what that does is take the lamp source that you have and diffuses it so that the light source is now bigger. And this is much more, what's the word I want to use? It's much more flattering, okay, Mm -hmm. on somebody like that. So it's a little softer in that regards. And we'll talk about this too and how to make that work with sunlight. But it diffuses the light. And so it just spreads it out a little bit more. The shadows aren't as harsh Mm -hmm. and it creates a different effect, let's say. All right. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about another thing I just learned how to articulate, which is broad lighting versus short lighting, which has more to do with the camera placement. Okay. Okay. So in broad lighting, you're simply shooting from the side of, let's say, let's just say the subject, we're shooting the subject's face. You're shooting from the side where the light is hitting it. Okay. Okay. Short lighting is the opposite. So you're shooting from the side of the face opposite the key light. Okay. So you're seeing more shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Now, short lighting, you'll find out, like, if you look at any, and I mean any and every Marvel Comics movie poster Mm -hmm. is short lighting, right? You have that little, and it's Rembrandt lighting. So you'll have, what's his face? Uh, Who does Iron Man? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. So you have Robert Downey Jr. And he's got his helmet off and he's in the Mm -hmm. Iron Man suit. And you're looking from the dark side of his face to the light side of his face. He's got that little triangle on the dark side cheekbone that's lit up. There's shadows on the dark side and the light side is on the other side. And that creates a very three-dimensional cinematic look, right? So here's just some things you can play with 
when you're doing that. And so when you're watching TV, when you're watching your movies, when you're watching music videos, look at that light sorting. Are they broad lighting or short lighting? Which way are they shooting that? And just pay attention to that because it's going to give you ideas now that you know how to articulate what you should be looking for. And then how does that make you feel, right? Mm -hmm. So short lighting, much more prevalent in cinema just because it adds more dimension and more depth to the subject's face, okay? Interesting. So the next slide is... I'm on Google Images right now, and, and you're not wrong. Tony's right? Is. Yeah, check it out, right? If you're not driving or while you're listening or whatever, check that out. Like, pull that up and look at the lighting. They're short lighting that. So they're shooting it from the other side, and it's a Rembrandt light because you can tell in the cheekbone the way that it's shot. And it's interesting. Also, it's kind of more looking toward the light and not directly at the viewer, at me looking at yeah. the poster. So he's you're kind looking of looking more at the light. looking away. But yeah. I'm watching him from the kind of the shadow side. Interesting. And that interesting, right? You've seen it a million times, but now you're like, oh, okay. Now you're inside the mix. Mm -hmm. As if you were the first time you sort of learned to articulate a mix. <laughs> Where <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't this one-dimensional thing. All of a sudden you see, you can hear all the depth and the sonics in there. That's the importance of lighting here. So now the fill light. Captain America does it too, by the way, just so you know. They all do. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm it. I cannot see this. <laughs> now, the fill light is the second light. So you got your key light that we just kind of articulated how to move that and how to place that and the different moods and emotions that you can create with the light. The next one is the fill light. The fill light is placed on the other side of the subject to illuminate the shadowed side of the face so it's not so dark. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the shadows are less harsh. This creates a little more even lighting. And as I said, removes or lessens the shadows depending on the mood you're trying to create. And there's a couple of versions of this. So there's high fill lighting, which is light that is just about as intense as the key light. And it creates hardly any, if any, shadows on the face. You'll see high fill lighting on every commercial, mm -hmm. on comedies like Friends and mm -hmm. The Office. There's not a lot of shadows going on there. Sitcoms, mm -hmm. comedies, commercials, everything's kind of evenly lit. Okay. And mm -hmm. so there's a lot going on there. Low fill lighting is much more cinematic. It's usually going to be 50% as much light as the key light. So it's going to be not as bright as the key light. It's helping to Take out some of those shadows, but it's not very bright, okay? Mm -hmm. This is used in dramas, more serious films, more serious content. And there's lots of ways to achieve this with the fill lighting part. So certainly if you have some nice lamps and you got a budget, you're going to be able to adjust the light amount with a remote controller on the lamp itself and bring down the brightness of that lamp. Usually it's about 50% as powerful as I said. If you don't have an expensive lamp and you're using something else, moving the fill light farther away from the subject mm -hmm. will decrease the intensity of that light and give you that dramatic fill effect. And certainly adding more diffusion gels to it will work. So if it's diffusion gels or bed sheet. <laughs> yeah. White bed sheet, you put one, put two in front of it. So you get that kind of, and just guys, use your eyes. Use your eyes and look at what you're seeing and look at it in the camera and then look at what you're seeing. If your camera's the iPhone, look at what you're seeing and pay attention to it because that's where you're going to create that composition and make that happen. When I say use your eyes, you know what I think about? You remember that story, Brian, I told you about the Glenn Wharf story and the studio is like a 
A-list bass player. On this one, I know who he is, but he's on billions of records, yeah. right? That you've heard on the radio, and he's got a newbie out of recording school who's not listening and using his ears as a sound engineer. Mm. What's he doing? He's looking at uh, a freaking screen, the, the wave file or whatever the file, right. file, yeah. Which is no way to mix a damn record. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta close your eyes and use your ears. But he says to Glenn, "There's like the whole control room's full of the whole pro band, the producer, and the main engineer. This guy's like a lackey. He's an intern or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, he's looking, he's squinting at the screen. He's like, hey, Glenn, and I noticed that you're playing exactly 15 milliseconds behind the kick drum. I can bump that up for you if you want to." <laughs> And then all of a sudden it's like record scratch yeah. and the whole room goes silent and everybody's waiting to hear what Glenn's going to say. And <laughs> Glenn takes a beat and says, well, kid, it, it took me my whole damn life to learn how to play exactly 15 seconds behind the kick drum. But yeah. if you want to bump that up, you go right ahead. Like, <laughs> yeah. Of course the engineer and the producer are looking at him like you're fired, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> really? But same thing with lighting. Look, look at what you're seeing. And what can you do to control that light, okay? Pro tip here on fill lights, you don't have to have another light. Usually you're going to want to fill light, but you don't always need to fill with a light, Mm -hmm. okay? The fill, that light can come from being bounced off of the key light with a whiteboard reflector. Or, and I'm going to say this is a must purchase for people that are just trying to kind of get into this. Those collapsible circular reflectors and they have some bigger mm-hmm. rectangular ones are pretty inexpensive, man. Like less than a hundred bucks, okay? And you can get this zip up thing that comes and they collapse to like one third of their size and you pop them out of the case and they go <laughs> and they expand huh. and it's like, whoa. Well, and they're multi- uh, uh, sticking your car windshield. The sun yeah. thing. And some of those are silver, by the way. Yeah. And so the silver on the car window, right, reflects the light to try to keep the heat down if you're in exactly. a hot area. But on the circular ones, they're actually five tools or more in one. So the actual material inside whatever that frame is that's collapsible, that bendable frame is usually going to be white. It's going to be a diffuser, okay? Mm-hmm. Like a white material. But then you can put a cover over that that will be silver so that you can reflect the key light on the opposite end as a fill or gold if you're shooting at golden hour. And golden hour outside is the first hour that the sun is coming up or the last hour before the sun sets. That's where the light is soft and you have an actual position on the sun so you can shoot around that as opposed to overhead and super bright. And the golden hour, the light changes color and that's going to reflect that gold back onto your face. So you're not changing the colors and also black. Right. So if you're trying to absorb some light, if you're trying to control it a different way. So the fill light can come from one of the collapsible circular reflectors that are very inexpensive and I recommend getting or natural sunlight through a window Mm -hmm. or a lamp in the room. So use your eyes to look at the subject and figure out what you might have to do to move that light or that reflector to lessen the shadows created by your key light. And by the way, the key light can be depending on the time of day, it can be natural light coming through window, it can be the sun, it can be, it can be a light source, right? That mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need to have a light for it. 
In fact, I'm going to give you a, a hookup here on some free tutorials that you can find on YouTube. I'm going to give you one source that's really good. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with them in literally 20 minutes of content and bought the freaking t-shirt. I'll tell you about that at the end of the podcast. <laughs> the next one, this light, super, super, super important. Backlight. Sometimes okay. they call it the hair light. Mm-hmm. This is placed behind your subject, directly opposite to the key light. And it's going to be up, right? Because you don't want it in the shot. Right. Okay. It creates almost like a halo effect on your subject that separates them from the background that mm. you have. Okay. Makes them a little more 3D. Yeah. It puts some depth into your shot and makes it look more pro. The backlight's going to highlight the contours of the subject, like your shoulders, your hair. If they're sitting in a chair that has a back that's, let's say, wider than their shoulders, it's going to light the back of that chair and and just provide a little pop to that. And the backlight might be the biggest key factor in making your lighting look more professional and the most overlooked thing by amateurs. Straight up, if you got one light to use, use it for the backlight. <laughs> Find a window, find another light to shoot and light the face of your subject and then use the one light you have for the backlight. If you have an uninteresting background, a backlight will polish that turd like nobody's business, okay? So backlights are super, super, super important. So that's like your basic three-point lighting system. Now to add a little depth to it and a little pizzazz, a background light is a big deal. Okay. And Brent, you and I were kind of talking about this, but if you take a background light and it's not aimed at your subject at all, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again, this is not reflecting off your subject at all. It's just on whatever it is behind the subject, mm-hmm. you can do all kinds of things. Add a splash of color on the back wall. It makes all the difference in the world and increases the three-dimensional dimension. What's the word I'm looking for? Increases that, that distance. Yeah, the dimension of fullness. There you go. So like, even if you have like a black curtain behind your subject, right? Or mm-hmm. a white wall, or let's say you're got corporate gray walls, right? Yeah. That backlight just shot on the background, man, is amazing, right? And sometimes you can, if you have more professional lighting, you can use like the barn doors on that lamp to create sort of a shaft of color, if you will, mm-hmm. that sort of streaks through the darkness of the background or highlights above the less lighted background to create a streak, which makes it far more interesting. Mm-hmm. And a background light can take like your average khaki or corporate gray office and turn it into something completely different. It's like reverb for your wall. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it totally is. It's like a little bit of reverb that just mm, sweetens it up and <laughs> yeah. makes it look a little bit more professional. Even if you're doing shots like of you playing your acoustic guitar in your bedroom, a little light on the back wall and a backlight is going to be everything and completely change the quality of that iPhone shot or that smartphone shot, mm-hmm. right? So then I want to cover quickly light motivation because I know we're running long, but you know, where and what is the light coming from in your shot? Is the key light accentuating a visible wall light or a sconce or a lamp or a window that's close to the subject's head? 
Is the backlight a visible wall light, sconce, lamp, or window close to the subject's head? You don't want to have a light source that you have behind the scenes hitting your subject's face, and then there's some other weird light coming in from the window, right? You want to match that with the composition of your shot. And so mm-hmm. the commercial and comedic light that we talked about with that higher fill mm-hmm. is, is designed to make that subject look as attractive as possible. Mm-hmm. Dramatic lighting is going to amplify the mood of a scene and express a certain emotion. It still looks natural, okay? And finally, controlling the light is the key. Controlling light is the key. If you're in your bedroom and you're shooting and there's not a window that's in your shot, and you're not using that window as the actual light source in your shot, even though the window's not in the shot, you might be using the light coming from the window Mm -hmm. as your light source. If that's not the key, then you need to close the blinds. I put up straight up tinfoil mm-hmm. in the room, like a meth house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want it all gone because I want to control like with whatever lights I have. Well, it's like soundproofing your recording studio. You don't want the jackhammer down the street to come bleeding through. You want to control exactly. your sounds. Exactly. Exactly. And so when you're outside, how do you control the light? Like, is it overcast? Your light's going to be soft already, which is nice. Where's the sun? Okay. And where's your camera? Where are you shooting? How are you making that angle happen? If it's not overcast outside and you have those expandable reflectors that we were talking about, you can use some of those or even a bed sheet to soften the light, right? So it's going to be harsh, like harsh light on your subject is going to bring out blemishes in the skin and different, it's not flattering. So making that come through a diffuser of some sort that again, very inexpensive, You can really take a harsh light and turn it into something quite beautiful. And depending on where that sun is and how you position your subject and where you position your camera, I mean, there's no better light source than the sun, right? There it is. Yeah. Now, if you're indoors, where are the shadows? Is there a natural light source you can use, like from a window with the sun? And again, how can you position that and how can you control that? We had a little bit of that. I just did a corporate shoot on December 17th and 18th in Arkansas. And the sun was changing. We're shooting all day. And all of a sudden, the sun's coming the right way. And then it's just shooting beams across the background mm-hmm. and messing up my color. And so all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. And then, of course, it's moving, right? So the reflection off the dresser in the back, every other shot, it's moving, right? Because mm-hmm. the sun is moving. So I'm like, we got to fix that now. And we've got to take care of that. So it's about controlling the light. So a couple of things I I want to turn you on to YouTube is your friend here. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are literally, and I am not exaggerating millions of absolutely free tutorials on light and lighting and cinematography lighting. Um, Some of them lead to more expensive paid coaching, Mm -hmm. but I found this great one literally today because I just wanted to get a little more meat on the bone to talk about today with lighting. And it's called Epic light media, Epic light media on youtube they give it all up for free they're looking for traffic they're not trying to sell you anything although they do have a t-shirt for sale and their big thing on epic like media is don't subscribe to us and they give you all the other competition they have like 
one guy's named Potato Jet, who I've seen some of his stuff. And yeah. there's this other guy. And so they're like, go subscribe to them. They care about their subscribers. If you like this, don't subscribe to us. And they literally have a T-shirt that says unsubscribe. I straight up just bought that damn thing today because <laughs> it was awesome. But this guy's super smart. And I'm going to put this link into the show notes. But he has a whole 10-minute tutorial on how they shot a scene with no lights. Mm-hmm. Just controlling the light with reflections and mirrors, stuff that you can get from Walmart and from Home Depot. And this is, by the way, super pro stuff. I'm not being sarcastic. If you've seen the movie 1917, the inside stuff they shot with lights, but most of it was shot outside about World War One. Mm -hmm. They didn't use any lights because the cameras were moving all the time. Huh. So they couldn't use lights. So it was the way they controlled the light and the diffusion and stuff like that is how they shot that but no movie lights man that wasn't a set it was shot outside huh. okay so he goes through this whole thing he goes and buys 25 dollars worth of this whiteboard from home depot and on the front is like this reflective surface on the back is like the company brand name that you want to take off so you can use the back side if you need to as well shows you how to take that off with a hair dryer and not rip it huh. and then like a four or five dollar mirror he takes the mirror on a stand and reflects the sunlight through the window of the kitchen because he wants to put a splash of light across some boring cabinets. And there's no lights on in the house whatsoever. They even turn the freaking house lights inside off. He's shooting in Arizona mm -hmm. and did all this by controlling the sunlight with reflectors and mirrors. So that's all on Epic Light Media's YouTube channel, and it's free, and he's pretty entertaining too, but he turned the lights on and off so you can see what I've been talking about, but lights are where you got to start, guys, okay? Lights are where you got to start. So that's all I got to say about that. Let's do better content. Let's take our content and boost it up. Again, I promise you, this is going to be fun. Like, this is going to be a creative itch mm -hmm. that you're going to want to scratch and have fun you're just going to enjoy it. It's not going to be a pain in the ass and it's not going to be overwhelming anymore. Go down it and then hit us back in the client community and let us know what you've done. We might, you know what, Brent, we might need to start something like that. Yeah, Maybe, um, before and afters or something. Yeah. I guess. And you're like, look. Yeah. Like how did your content change with your lighting? Maybe mm -hmm. we got to come up with a cool name for that. Brent and I will try to work on that, guys. Okay. So listen, if you haven't done this already, download the free informational PDF 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It at giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com. It's free. Just tell us where to send it. We're available for consulting. You can email us at info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Put consultation or consulting in the subject line, and we'll get something on the books where we can help you. We do charge for this, people, okay? I keep saying this, and I keep getting people that are like, you charge? I'm like, I, it's not a secret. Like, yeah. <laughs> If you're going to take at least an hour of my time, yeah, it's really valuable. We got a lot going right. on, okay? But to connect those dots individually on your assets, what you have, what you don't have, what you can use to raise your game and to be more competitive, it's worth it. I promise you. So email us there. We'll get something on the books. Make sure you join the client community, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review if you can on iTunes, and tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top where the lighting is really good. <laughs> That's right.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 